0: Blog Talk Radio. episode of the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. Shine, shine, I'll be yours and you'll be mine. Don't you just love that song? I get so many people contacting me on YouTube mostly because I use it on YouTube as well uh, as my song for Cosmic Conversations and they're like, where can I get that song? That is my hubby Adolfo's. Uh, music he him and uh, a a gal singer Uh, so you can hear him in the background he's doing the music and she's singing and he gave me that for my podcast and I know I love that song he's putting out a new album soon Um, johnalexi.com j-o-n-a-l-e-x-i.com is where you can find all his amazing music because I do get a lot of uh, questions about that So here on this podcast, we are talking about all things love, light, how to live your best life ever. I've been a matchmaker for 17 years, so I've got a lot of wisdom to impart to the single community who want to find their soulmate. And um, I wrote a memoir about it called Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker, which you can get on my website at MarlaMartinson.com or on Amazon.com. It makes a great summer read, uh, you know, poolside or reading on the airplane. I've had people tell me they were reading my book, they were on an airplane and the airplane, they didn't want the flight to end. They didn't want the plane to land because they wanted to finish the book. So that was a wonderful compliment. And if you guys love this podcast, please consider rating it and reviewing it. You can subscribe on iTunes. It helps others find the show. And Today, we're going to talk to you single ladies about how you can make your dates better, how they can turn into second, third dates and and turn into marriage. That's what the dating game is all about. I know there's a lot of you ladies that are out there dating and dating and dating, and you you get a little weary of it, so I've got uh, my good friend and colleague, Julie Hawley, otherwise known as the mate doc, the mate doctor. She's a seasoned relationship coach. Uh, She utilizes a unique combination of skilled trainings, a touch of astrology and numerology. Ladies, don't we love that? Photo energy readings uh, and a good dose of practical intuition, which she has a lifetime of training in. And sometimes when uh, Julie and I are working on a certain client, uh, give, getting some coaching going. She'll, well, she always asks me for a photo because she can get a lot of information and energy from their photo. She wants to know the birthday and she does a real deep dive. So let's bring Julie on. Hey, Julie, good morning.
1: Good morning, Marla.
0: So thank you for joining us. I know you're out of town, but uh, you're. this is the Best thing about technology, we could just call in from anywhere. So welcome, welcome. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I love that. Pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah. So let's, last uh, week we have chatted about the guys and what they can do from A to Z from the moment they uh, were getting ready for the date, leaving the house to the end of the date. And I'd love to do that with women. Um, I've been, as I mentioned, matchmaking for about 17 years, and there are a lot of gals who are single today that I'm matching up that I know from 17 years ago when I started in the business. And I'm like, why? These are beautiful women. They're wonderful. Why are they single uh, almost two decades later? So I see a lot of the dates kind of um, falling apart. So I would love it if if you would also go through uh, what the ladies should be doing from start to finish kind of uh, A to Z.
1: Sure, happy to. So the first thing I think we both agreed to is when you're going to meet someone for the first time uh, through matchmaking or through an online dating service or however it might be that you're coming about to meet one another, don't forget to put your best foot forward. Look your best. Feel refreshed and, and happy. Uh, whatever might be bothering you before you head out the door to that date. Make sure you resolve that or set it aside and really give your undivided attention to the person coming in that you're going to sit down with and that you're going to have a first impression with, because it is our nature to be quick to judge and to make an assessment of one another. And actually, we know, um, yeah, I I think women are faster at making a judgment, uh, but men are close seconds. So we really just have a matter of seconds of what impression that we, we give to one another. Uh, so that's first. Make sure that you're looking and feeling your best and bring your bring your best game to the picture. Men are very visual. As much as we want to complain about that, it doesn't do any good to complain about it. It's just important to know what is and to be able to be in celebration of that so that we can all get our needs met, needs met and, be, and be happy <laughs> with the presence of one another. Right. So that's the first start. But also when we meet, you know, um, really suspend the critical thoughts and one of the exercises I like to give single people or people that have been out of the dating world and really this is the same for the men is go with the intention of finding everything right with this person what can I mm-hmm. celebrate about this other human being what what can I be happy about what, can, what feels like something I can speak to in a complimentary way how can I be so present with them that they really get my undivided attention, and that I truly care, Uh, and I really want to have that time with them because it just shifts and changes everything. You know, oftentimes we come to a date scared and unaware Mm -hmm. of what's going to happen next and and feeling a little maybe insecure. Uh, That's all natural and vulnerable, and it's okay to to do that. Um, But also remember to bring your kindness. You know, bring your gentle thoughts about yourself and the other person coming to the table with you. And really just be sincere about everything that you can find that is right about the guy. Uh, rather than, you know, because believe me, we can go with a long list of everything they did wrong. And men wow. have more tendency towards that than women do because they're a little nervous, they're a little awkward. Maybe they're doing it some way that they used to do in the past that doesn't really work for modern day time. So, we just want to be a little patient and a little kinder than maybe what our nature would be.
0: Yeah. That's such an important um, point is bring your kindness because a lot of uh, singles are bitter at this point They're It's like, Oh, it never works out. I've been dating and dating. And so it's kind of like, it's going through the motions um, because you feel like if you're single, you kind of feel like you've got to get out, get out there. And um So looking for, I love that, looking for all the positive aspects. It is so easy to think, oh, I don't like his nose or his, you know, his shoes are like, you know, outdated or scuffed or whatever. Like people
1: will look at the
0: the littlest things um, to count somebody out, but what can you do to count them in? I I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then just to go a little further with that, you know, one of the things I, I spoke about last week with the men positioning themselves, for example, if you're going to dinner or even to coffee, position yourself where you're really in close proximity, not clear across the table. You know, some tables are set up where you're three or four feet away, and then it's just awkward. Uh, so angle yourself. And if a man doesn't take a lead to do that, feel free for the woman to do that. Now, you know, we're not encouraging women to be the one, the aggressor. And the relationship, we want her to bring her femininity, but there's nothing wrong with taking the lead if you see that something's awkward or that something could be better. And instead of speaking to it like it's a criticism, just do your best to correct it. So if you see that you're awkwardly positioned, you know, at a table with one another, if you can angle yourself to the side where you have closer proximity, it's easier to have conversation without lifting, you know, or having to raise your voice. And uh, you can lean into the conversation a little bit more. So it feels more personal um, Then I say, yeah. ladies, uh, take the initiative, go for it. Don't, don't feel like, you know, because one of the things we hear from women is they think men should do it all. Men should have done this and should have said that, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. yes, maybe we could argue for that. But if it's something simple that we can make a correction and bring forth some more balance into what it is that we're wanting to get from the meeting and also that might be a benefit to them, get in there and take the initiative and go for it. Yes, because it, it, the men might not have thought about something, and we expect them
0: to be mind readers um, and that they should do all this stuff. Um, so one so now so they're on the date. She's positioned herself to look like she's interested, you know, not across the table. She's given her undivided attention, uh, looking for the positive aspects. Now conversation, a a lot of feedback I get from men, and it goes vice versa, but we're talking about the ladies today, so I get uh, feedback from men saying, well, all she did was talk about herself. She didn't ask me one question, or she used this um, date as a therapy session telling me all her problems, and I just felt like I was drained because it was like a a therapy session. Um, So how (laughs) should, uh, talk a little bit about conversation, you know, the do's and don'ts on that.
1: Well, I I think that, uh, first of all, uh, do engage in what inspires you. Do engage in things that are maybe even routine for you, but that gives the man a a glimmer into what is your day-to-day like? Uh, You know, how do you spend your time? What are you interested in? Uh, Those kind of things. I think all of that is an important foundation the don'ts are really, screaming don'ts, is don't talk about past relationships. It's okay to touch down on saying, yes, I'm divorced, or yes, you know, I, I uh, just left a relationship, you know, six months ago, or whatever. It kind of gives somebody a, a perspective of how long you've been out of the dating world. That's okay to touch down on that, but you don't want to get into the nitty-gritty details. And sometimes it's almost like trauma-sharing. Uh, Sometimes men and women will both do this, but women have more of a tendency to do this where they will dive deep into telling this new man all the things that was wrong with their ex-husband or their ex-relationship or what they were unhappy with, and all that tells a man is all the ways you're going to be unhappy with him and all the ways that he has to be really on guard of how he, you know, isn't able to make you happy. If a man doesn't think he can make you happy, he is not going to come into a relationship with you. He's going to decide right off the bat, you're too difficult and too complicated for him to want to deal with. And so he's going to back out of that right away. He's going to be thankful that you revealed all of that, but it definitely wasn't to your benefit. And it's not something he's going to want to come into. So it's a big alarm when a woman comes to the table and tells a man everything that was wrong with a previous relationship, and just goes on and on about something that isn't related to the moment and what might be a benefit to the two of you coming together now.
0: Wow, that is that is great to to know that what he's thinking because uh, women are often confused. They maybe they're drop dead gorgeous and exactly the type that that guy's looking for. And he thinks, oh, wow, she's fun and she's sexy and all of this. But once she blabs all of that and lays that on him, he's going to, you know, run the other direction. And then she's confused because cause he seemed interested, and then he never calls her again. So there are these things that the guys will will think, is this wife material, um, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, I mean, men want to know how do you handle yourself when you're in maybe a tough situation. And and relationships, exiting relationships, you know, it's fair to say that's a pretty stressful, you know, pretty stressful scenario. So if all you talk about is the negative and the drama and the heartache and blah, 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 I mean, they're, they're going to be convinced that you're going to associate and saddle them with all of those ideas of what some other man did before they came. There's just no way to win with that. And and they won't they won't enter into that. So yeah, it's a it's a really great way to sabotage a first start.
0: Right. And don't ask him be you know asking him about his ex and why they broke up and all of that either because a lot of times I'll get feedback I'll say well why did you talk about this why did you go into it well she asked me or well he asked me but that doesn't mean that you have to go into a half an hour uh, discourse about the whole thing yeah you just touch down on on the. On it as all,
1: yeah. I mean, there's a there's a fine line there, really. Touching down on a topic so that you, so that the person you know coming to the table with you feel like you're open, and also that maybe you've done your your transformational work, you've done your healing. Now you're ready to move on. You're ready for a refreshed relationship. You know that that's all good to touch down on if the questions are being asked, and you can do it in a positive way. I learned a lot from that relationship. There were a lot of good things. There were also challenges. Those are ways to touch down without getting into the nitty gritty details.
0: Um, you know, right. and
1: it's it's still okay to even say, you know, yeah, my my ex husband and I still share custody and. You know, at times it's difficult, but for the most part we do what's the right thing for our child. Okay, now a man can feel confident that if he was in a relationship with you, that you're mature about how you handle things and you're not just bashing Mm -hmm. your ex-husband, for example, but you really are looking out for your son. Men will get the idea that if you're wise enough to be looking out for your children in a divorce situation, regardless of what may not have gone well with marriage, they can count on you to be that caring and wise with your relationship that you're coming into this new relationship that has the possibility of forming. Yes. And a lot of men don't want to get involved in
0: the drama with the ex. Is this guy going to come around and and harass him? Is he going to, you know, some people get violent and and he's going to have to deal with it. So uh, that's a good point as well. They want to be reassured about that. So now what about uh, if, well, this has been coming up a lot the the lady some of the ladies have been drinking too much you know they're drinking. and then the guys like well gosh she has you know five glasses of wine and that's a red flag and um so you know be careful about the alcohol intake on a date also that will make you spill your guts if, you know it kind of loosens the tongue right
1: <laughs> well it's a big red flag and and we know from from scientific research that Typically speaking, women do not metabolize alcohol the same as men do in the first place. So, if a woman is having more than one glass of wine on a date, uh, that could potentially be in the you know in the red zone and the fact that you're you know entering the danger zone because yeah you're not as mindful uh, you know suddenly you're acting as if you've known this person forever and you're saying and doing things that really are probably not in your best interest. And then if a woman has more than two glasses of wine on a date. Um, chances are that is a big turnoff for a man because even if he might want to really tie one on with you when you're really dating and having a great time and you're in a safe environment and you can really have fun together, that's because you've already got a you know, foundation for that. When you're on a first date and you're making a first impression and he gets the idea that you're a little out of control and a little reckless and that he doesn't know what you're going to be up to you know, after you've had that third or fourth glass of wine, That's such a turnoff. Nobody wants to come into a relationship with that. So I would just say, ladies, if you like your wine, do it at home with a girlfriend. Do it in moderation. Have one glass of wine and chase it with water before and after. Like, be sensible about this. Let him know that you can relax and enjoy him, but that you are a lady. You know how to conduct yourself. You're not going to embarrass him. You're somebody he Mm -hmm. can be proud of and can count on. And anything less than that is not going to get his attention.
0: No, and it's been happening lately a lot where the girls are just – and then uh, I did have one guy tell me that he's not – he'll keep seeing this one woman, but it's not going to go anywhere because she jumped right into bed with him, I mean, you know, immediately. And uh, even though we're in like, you know, 2019, it's it's still the guy – he says, look, um, she's fantastic. I like her, but I feel like she's a little slutty. And, and I was like, wow. And he goes, hey, no, you know, nothing wrong with I enjoyed myself. Nothing wrong with that, Marla, but I'm not going to get into a long-term relationship with her. So um, that's, that's something tricky. And the, then the women are, and I think, now, I think that a woman shouldn't go to bed with a guy until they have a, at least an exclusive, they're not dating anybody else. What do you say on that? Because women are still confused about that, Julie.
1: I totally agree. The problem is that you know, especially if you're coming into a relationship with with somebody that has a lot of alpha male, masculine energy, and they want to get right to the sex. First of all, yes. they all they all have a good talk about that. They want to get right to it, but but that's not really true. If you're one of these women that'll just get right in bed with them, and you're okay being a hookup and an occasional person that they want to sleep with, okay, that's one thing. But that's not getting what you what you want. A man wants a woman he can be proud of. He wants somebody that not everybody has had. And if you get in bed with him too soon, he's going to decide, oh, she probably does this with everybody. She's not somebody I'd take home to meet my mom or my kids. Okay, so mm-hmm. now you, you've completely blown it. It's not worth doing that. My suggestion is enjoy them. It's okay to be flirty. It's okay to make out to some degree. But have conversation about it. Like be mature about it. You can say to somebody, I'm really attractive attracted to you and of course I'd love to jump in bed with you but I have to like myself tomorrow and mm-hmm. that's a no for me when I know that I'm in a committed relationship and that we're agreeing to exclusivity and that we're really going to pursue the relationship just the two of us you know and I'm, I'm not competing with everybody else you happen to be going out with at the same time that's when I'm willing to be a little more vulnerable and let my guard down and then to, to build a sensual sexual relationship because now I feel like we're in something that you know i feel safe in that i i feel like i can really bond with you and trust that you're looking out for my best interest as well as me looking out for yours too you know it's not just a casual jump in there let's go for it and have a thrill with one another because really that doesn't lead to anything that you're going to be satisfied with in the long run
0: no and i know you know some people will push back, say, no, but I, you know, I know somebody that slept together on the first date, they've been married 20 years, or there's, you know, of course there's exceptions to the rule, but I hear all the feedback. And I know there's been times where a gal. Uh, maybe she, she's a from out of town because we've got guys all over the place and then she spends the night with him. and he, it's all like, you know, she thinks, Oh my God, we're in love because of course they'll say anything to get you in bed. They'll be, you know, gazing into your eyes and paying all this attention and then you get into bed and then I know that he's still asking for other matches. Who else can I meet? And yeah. she's like, well, that we're texting, he's texting me, but I don't know what's going on. And I know it's because, well, you hopped into bed with him and he's just, just had a good time, but he's still looking around for for somebody else. And then the girl thinks yeah. it's exclusive, just, you know, assumes. So Yeah, and that, um, and that's yeah, the better. wrong
1: assumption. First of all, in yes. a, as a mature adult, we should not be assuming anything, period. And women are notorious for assuming a relationship because there's been sex. And it's the farthest yeah. from the truth. One of the things that we have to realize about our masculine counterparts here are that they are, we know that they're more visual, and we also know that they're more physically driven oftentimes than we are. But for some men, you know, sex is a conquest. They haven't had you yet, and they're going to do everything they can to have you. But if you're quick to give in and give them what they want, guess what? They're on to the next one. And, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. it was fun, and they said a lot of things that you thought meant something else. But the truth of the matter is, is you're now on the list, But, but you're not the chosen one. And I don't know of any woman that really wants that. I mean, I, I think most of us want to be the chosen one. We want to be special. We want to be somebody that, you know, that they really are taking into their heart, into their home, into their lives in such a way that we're really building partnership. Right. And also, I want to say about first dates with feedback I've gotten
0: is you really can't tell much after the first date. For instance, I had a, a, a cup, you know, a guy and a girl meet. And he w- she was not talking about or visual She was not his body type. He she, he, uh, he wasn't attracted to her that way. Although he thought she's attractive, she's fun, she's funny, she's a great gal. But for him, it wouldn't have worked going forward. But he did make the most of it on the date. She took it that he really liked her and, and was shocked when he didn't call her back. But he says, but Marla, what was I going to do? I'm there. I'm having a good time. And so you might... You know, talking about making assumptions that that person is really interested when they're just, you know, having a good time in the moment or being polite, but you don't really know what's going on in their mind. So um,
1: and that's right. And, and actually, I would say that I, I think a man made a good choice to uh, celebrate the time he had with her to really enjoy her to really yeah. take her in and, and consider her. But if, for example, body type really is a deal breaker for you. For example, you know, if someone was a smoker, that would be a deal breaker for me. You know, you're not going right. to be rude and unkind about it. But at the end of the game, you're going to say this doesn't really work for me. And, and I, I know that you're a really lovely person. I enjoyed our time together. So I think if you can be honest and transparent in a kind way so that people get honest feedback so that they know if Mm -hmm. there's something that they can improve and work on, not for that person, of course, but for the future going forward, I think it's really kind to be able to give truthful feedback. But I I agree with the guy in the fact that, you know, he made a good choice. He didn't make her miserable. He didn't say, oh, I wouldn't date you because you have this or you don't have that. I mean, that's not the right choice. We do really want to be in celebration of of the time that we have together and the opportunity we have to meet one another. One of the things I like to encourage men to do, but they don't often do, so women have to be aware of this, if someone's not your body type, so what? You don't know Mm -hmm. what you don't know. You haven't experienced something new that you could find out and discover that you absolutely love. You're like, wow, I I had no idea what I was missing, or I didn't know this could be so glorious or how beautiful this is. I mean – Men really get mm-hmm. stuck in their minds of thinking they want things one way, and I think the that's men a trap. do and and, and i 've even
0: suggested because I work with a lot of wealthy men and and if a girl was only sometimes the girl's only fifteen pounds more than he 'd prefer or, or twenty or something and i 'm like, gosh, you could take her to one of those fancy spas together for two weeks, she 'd drop all the weight or or do you know hire her a personal trainer or do some different, you know, things, and he's, and they're like, well, I don't, I want somebody already the way I like them. I don't want a project, so that's what say. to but I always suggest that I'm like, people change. People gain weight, lose weight, grow hair, yes. lose hair. I mean, get wrinkles. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not a, we're not dating a statue, right? It's living, breathing, changing yeah. Um Yeah. And what I and,
1: say to women about uh, these issues is, is to let men be who they are and how they are. We're not going to change them. There's nothing more than coming into a relationship with someone, making yourself miserable uh, with trying to be something that you can't be. You know, uh, right. I had a man tell me I wasn't his type because I wasn't tall enough. Well, you know, oh. I'm never going to be any taller than I am. So it's not something mm-hmm. I can change. Uh, so keeping on with that relationship, trying to fit in somehow and change his mind that I'm gonna be what he wants, I mean, that's insanity. So just accept that you've had an enjoyable moment with them, that you've got a chance to meet someone new, you've, you've got their perspective. But just because that's their perspective doesn't mean that's true for every man. And I would say don't waste your time there because people are who they are. They're usually going to reveal to you right away who they are. Don't look to be changing them. Take care of yourself and move on to someone that can really be excited and in celebration of who you are exactly, absolutely. So we're almost coming uh
0: to the end um uh, there's so many more things I want to talk about. We'll have to do a part two of this
1: <laughs> sure <laughs> so, so everybody, I've got uh Julie's
0: contact info on back on the show notes at blog talk um and you have a website, a new website coming, don't you?
1: It, it's just julieholly.com. Yeah, so you can find me. Oh, it is. There. You've got it. Julieholly.com. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll
0: put that into the notes. And you can contact her at the mate doc, the mate doc, D O C at Gmail, if you want to work with Julie. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, if you have any other questions or topics that you'd like me to cover um, about dating, singles, Uh, Drop me a note and let me know. You can go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, and there's a way to connect with me and also get my free guided self-love meditation back on my website.
1: And thanks, Julie, for stopping by, and much love, everybody. Until next time. Thanks, Marla. Have a great day.